Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. Welcome back to Severed Sons, everyone. Pew, pew, Thank pew, you. Pew, pew, yeah. pew, pew, pew. Thank you. We are a Frostmaiden actual play D&D podcast, and we are excited to bring you tales of the frozen north and the everlasting rhyme. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master, and around the virtual table we have... What's up, everybody? My name is Paul, and I play Dilinar, the pliable Dracodonian, the green dragonborn monk chef. Good evening. It's Ross playing Fang, the shifter twilight cleric. Hey guys, it's Blake playing Kai Nohands, the human monk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kai Crispy Hands. Yeah, Crispy Hands. <laughs> uh, I'm Josh. I am playing Zemu, the tortle fighter. Buenas noches. Yo soy Zachary Braille. Play Huega, Huegamo. No, I don't know. That's, a, that's the extent <laughs> no, of No, you got to keep going. Huega, Huego, Huego. I play, I think. Huego tracks. Um, uh, pequeño cobalt. Cobalt pequeño. The, <laughs> the adjectives come after I, it. I don't know if there is a Spanish word for cobalt. Désolé. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode, what, 15? Whoa. This is 15. And we actually have a review to read tonight. I'm going to oh, take oh. me. Larbarian's review oh. that she just posted on Twitter. It's really amazing. It's super fun, easy to follow. Voice clarity is great. Great characters, just a super fun time. Lots of emojis, heart emojis, rainbow emojis, cross sword emojis, beer emojis, oh. flame emojis, rocking wow. up emojis, Whoa. and flame face emojis. with the hearts. The emojis, so. we need to know which ones they are. It's, they tell the story. 
really they tell yeah, they the do. story. Yes, that's so nice. Thanks. That's very nice. Larberry. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to talk about before we get started? I'm sure, but let's get into the action. <laughs> you can plug so it in things. later. Let's begin tonight's episode of Severed Sons, episode 15, Fan the Flames. Last time, you returned to the frontier town of Karakonig, having just rescued Garrett and Perilu from the deadly reaches of Kelvin Cairn. Upon returning to town, you are told that additionally, two milk cows were taken from a barn. Donal remembered that he had been deputized by Speaker Trovis and decided to conduct an investigation. You decided to lay a trap for the thief and borrowed an axe beak from a local landowner who was more than happy to help the new deputy. Donar named the axe beak Ted Johnson, Ted Johnson. and all of you walked him around town <laughs> hoping to draw the thief's attention. Kai, you decided to look around town on your own as the rest of you headed to the Northern Light, tying the axe beak to a hitching post outside of the inn. Corey and Allie provided you with food and lodging for the evening. Kai, you went back out again, deciding to patrol the town on your own. As Fang, you watched the axe beak through the front window of the inn, intent on catching the criminal in the act. Kai, you found a set of dwarven footprints in the snow around the ruins of the castle and followed them north out of town. Fang, your weary vigil started to get the best of you as you closed your eyes for only a moment, then looked up to see the axe beak loose and running away. All of you ran out the front door and chased the bird up the hill. Kai, hearing the commotion, you dashed toward the cries of the axe beak, your feet barely touching the snowy ground as you ran. As Kai started to catch up to the axe beak, an invisible Duergar riding the bird fired crossbow bolts at you, keeping you from getting any closer. The chase continued into the snowy hills as the bird headed for a sleigh hooked up to a large lumbering humanoid figure, which threw a rock at you. Outnumbered, Kai, you called off the chase and watched the group flee toward the mountain. Reunited, you followed the tracks of the sleigh to a fortress built into the side of a mountain, and from within, Duergar launched crossbow bolts at you. Clinging to the side of the valley, you made your way closer to the front gates, but as you did, those gates crashed open, and a towering ogre zombie ran outside and began wailing on Zimu, who was trying to force open a frozen grate. You defeated the undead creature, but as you did, two more Duragar joined the battle, leading a swarm of mushroom spore-infected ten-towners. And roll initiative, everyone! Let's get into it. Fantastic. That's pretty good. Not great. (laughs) Okay, uh, Zimu, what'd you get? Ten. Ten? Kai? Twenty-two. There we go. There we go. Tracks. Um, that's a nat one. That's a five. <gasps> five. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm getting it out of the way. <laughs> Fang. Eleven. Eleven. Donar. Seven. Seven. These mushroom, like the mushrooms growing all over their face and arms and out of their clothing, like one's got their chest kind of busted open and like bones sticking out and they're coming coming out. They've got weapons, spears, but they come out of the gates and they're like (laughs) making all sorts of weird unnerving hissing noises like when you're playing Last of Us with headphones on you have to take the headphones off because it's too fucking scary too scary (laughs) so Kai, your turn Kai is going to use his action to scoop tracks back up on his back again Mm -hmm. and he's just gonna move 
50 feet over here. Okay. And <laughs> he will hold an action. Well, I guess use the action to pick up tracks. So, never mind. Well, that's that, it. just picking him up is fine. Like, just, that's fine. If it was something bigger. Okay. Then, then I'm going to hold an action that if anything comes within range, I'm going to kick it. I'm just imagining Trax's feet is kind of trailing behind two legs so fast. You actually, it's like, because you kind of slide across the frozen um, stream, and it, it's a little bit further, like, downhill to the road up to the gates. And so you're just kind of, like, scooting down the hill. The um, two Duergar who are in the gate, they are going to kind of step out to either side. And they're enlarged. They're, like... 10 feet tall and they're hold holding crossbows and they have and they also have war picks at their waist uh, but they fire their heavy crossbows at Kai Uh-oh. that is a 19 yep and the second one rolls more than that okay yep. <laughs> these are heavy crossbows that is 12 points total Woo. from both bolts. Okay. Um, and behind you, you see uh, what they were standing on. You can see it on the map because you got the overhead view. I think those of you have a clear view. But you see this wooden bridge suddenly, like, clank, 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 clank go up to vertical. As, and you can't see what's underneath it. But there's definitely some sort of drawbridge that got pulled up. That, like, essentially shut off the door that they came through? No, it, 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 it's on the other side. So it looks like a 20-foot gap from oh, the front oh. of the gates okay. to where the, the, the fulcrum or the end. Got it. Oh, okay, it went the is. opposite direction. I understand. Yes. Zimu, the Durgar that's behind, he's going to try to take a shot. at. Actually, I think he has a better angle at Fang. He steps to the to the arrow slot, the arrow slit, and fires at Fang. And that's only like an 11. Yes. He misses, so the bolt flies over your head. And then he steps back behind cover. Uh, Fang, your turn. Um, Fang, seeing lots of action, he decides now's the time. He gives his neck a quick on either side and takes a big breath, very quickly shifts uh, into his there we go. bestial form. Uh, his mouth widens, uh, his teeth are bared, uh, his hair can't be tamed anymore, pops out of his whatever ribbon was holding it together. But, <laughs> Super uh, handsome. Like, uh, go through so many ribbons. Yeah, the wind <laughs> is blowing a little bit. This <laughs> um, is a twinkle in his eye. But uh, like I said, now that he's now that he's uh, changed to Twilight, it seems that he uh, he doesn't drool anymore. He's he's far less feral about it. That was a bonus action, and then uh, as an action. Casts word of radiance, just holds out uh, his hand, his left hand. There's uh, the word sunset under his breath, and uh, everybody that he can see, so both Duragar and every spore, uh, has to make a Constitution save. Okay, let's do the Duragar first. Oh, that's only an eight for the one on the right, and the one oh. on the left. Well, the natural one, both of them fail. Wow, Ooh, that's nice. The spore servants. You want me to roll their damage differently as well? Uh, no, no. It's uh, you can apply it to everything. Um, and the spore servants. There are five of them. I'll just roll all five twenty sides at once. 
the only one succeeded. One got a 16, so that's a 17. Wow. But the other four failed. Cool. Well, everybody is going to take three points of radiant damage. Hey, let's that's, go. That's three times seven. That's 21 points of damage total. Yeah, so. I suppose it's a nice, nice way to look at it. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just think positive. <laughs> uh, and that's it for me. Zemu, your turn. There's this big body of an ogre zombie kind of like between you and the Duragar. Yeah, there totally is. Uh, what do I see through that grate that I smashed open? You see a froze that looks like uh, the stream comes from, like, it's something going underneath it, but um, it's too dark. There's no lights, just the light that you, um, your dark vision, and it seems to go in and go, it goes in about 50 feet and takes a right turn. Uh, and it looks like there's a, a hole in the ceiling about 40 feet in. Is it large enough that everybody in the party could fit through the tunnel? Everybody but possibly you. You might have a hard time. It looks irregularly shaped, like water has actually formed mm-hmm. this. It's, so the sides are smooth, but it's like naturally formed. So it might it's skinnier in some places. Gotcha, gotcha. Can I see over the ogre body? How you can, you can. If you stand up, yeah, great. You, I assumed you were kind of like down, like hunched over because uh-huh. the grates lower to the ground. The arrow slits are actually up a little bit above where the grate is. Then Zemu is going to move kind of forward to the other, just the other side of the opening of the grate, put him between mm-hmm. the Duragar and the grate, and yell to his party that. The grate is open. We can go through that way. And then he's going to do uh, the shell defense for the first time. He's going to oh, nice. withdraw into his shell and uh, kind of just sit. But he's kind of trying to make a wall, uh, or to extend the wall almost. So it goes from the wall, and then there's Zemu, and then there's the zombie body. And then behind that is the tunnel opening. And then, and then that's everything for that's everything you're gonna do, okay? Oh, this sucks. Okay, the servants who are kind of shambling and they're moving really jerkily only can move twenty feet. One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh shit! I just suspect the tracks light them up. <laughs> and actually, they're going to dash. They can't get an attack in. All right. Actually, that's better. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> So they surround you, and that's all they can do. Donar. Uh, Donar heard what Zemu said and is going to disregard it <laughs> because uh, he's feeling galvanized by his his recent helping of, of his friends. So what he's going to do is he's going to move 30 feet up to here, and for his action, he's going to take the dodge action. Got it. And without taking the help action, try to draw some of their attention. And then as a bonus action, and for the first time actually in a couple of days, he's going to spend a key point to summon the arms of the astral self. These big purplish black billowing smoke arms from each of his shoulders. And each of these servants within 10 feet, so I guess it's these first three, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. To beat 11, I believe. They have a zero. Holy shit. I rolled a 14, a 19, and a 19. Damn. Damn All right, well, okay. One day that's going to work. Hey, it's all right. (laughs) Sorry. I figured when they all all failed on the the Fang one, I would get the... uh, (laughs) 
the good rolls. I like to think <laughs> that the, that that slight wind that blows when Fang shifts it gets in the way of the astral, the smoky astral, and that like blows them away a little bit. There's like, like a whoa. power struggle there, <laughs> billowing smoke. Um, and that's gonna that's gonna be the turn. Kai and Trax make a perception, actually a an insight roll. Okay, actually. Okay. 18. Uh, six. Uh, tracks. You believe that these spore servants, when they rushed at you, they were kind of going blindly at first, and then they kind of, when they got within a certain range, zeroed in on where you were. So basically they were just coming straight out and going straight until they saw something and then kind of zeroed in on you. The tracks, your turn. The tracks. Here we go. So I'm going to relay that to, to Kai. I'm going to say, they I, they appear to be using blindsight. Good to know. And he is going to twist a dial on his gauntlet, aim it at these three, and he's going to unleash a thunder wave. So they make a constitution. They make a constitution. Oh, I can't say constitution. <laughs> they make a constitution saving throw of 15. 11, 11, 7. They have a plus one. All three fail. Suck it. All right. <laughs> It's not bad. 14 points a day. All three, as the thunder wave, and the ice kind of like shifts and like does a little ripple out from you in the ice and snow. All three, their bodies just sort of and they just collapse into pieces of bone and skin yeah. and mushroom and little <laughs> like dust of spores kind of float into uh, the air. Don't breathe that in. Fang is over, like, 20 feet over to the north. He says, Do that again! (laughs) In his, like, shifted voice. He's gonna turn and say, It was cool, right? (laughs) Big, thick thumb up. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else, Trax? So, I'm I'm gonna look up and point to Alandi and say, Get that one! Okay. She's gonna make a a force strike. Ooh. Strike that force. No, that's a 10. Misses. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of like, uh, she gets close, but the creature that um, waves its spear in the air, and little spores come off, and Lottie kind of backs off a little bit. Oh, gotta do it myself. That's fine. Kai, your turn. All right, Kai is going to throw a nice little right roundhouse kick to the head of this one. Mm-hmm. And let's see if I can knock a dude into another dude. Uh, that's going to be uh, 14 to hit. 14 hits. I'm the dude that knocked you. I was just thinking of the same thing. Into the other dude. <laughs> that is 4 plus 4, so 8 points of bludgeoning damage. And that one, just like, you're a crunch as its ribcage just completely caves in. It drops the spear and just drops to the floor, drops to the um, ground. And then I'm going to, as I roundhouse kick, I'm going to drop that leg and spin and do a spinning back heel kick to the head of the next one using okay. martial arts. I'm getting, okay. I'm getting very nauseous. <laughs> using martial arts. Using martial arts. <laughs> you know that game Jack, uh, uh, Jack and Daxter, where Daxter just gets like swung around. <laughs> I was feeling I actually like, like, it, like but banjo. I do know what you're talking about. I was thinking it was like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, 15 to hit. 15 will definitely hit. 
And that's going to be just five points of bludgeoning. Okay, he's still up. And then... Yeah, this unfortunate creature is still up. Using my movement, I'm going to back up, uh, let's say, 30 feet. And we'll do it that way. It uses a reaction to try to spear you. It cannot, because I'm mobile. Bitch. <laughs> well, it does what you just, just missed. Right, just so fast. <laughs> okay. You hear shouting coming from inside in Dwarven. The Durgar drop their crossbows and rush up. Start wailing on Fang and Donar. As they approach, Fang hits his mace to his shield. He's ready. Dig Dude, you're in. cool, man. Fang is... We talked about it in a couple <laughs> days. Fang's cool. I feel like cool behavior is happening back there. Uh, dude, you got it if you if you can. It's so cool. You gotta watch. I'm watching. It's not Fang, That's an 18. Uh, that just hits. Uh, that's not as cool. Just hits. Not as uh, cool. What? It's not cool to take a hit. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and it does 2d8 plus two damage. Ouch. For 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Actually, no piercing damage because it's a war pick. Not cool. Enough. So this like nasty little hammer with a little jagged thorn on the side just comes in and... okay okay against okay. Donar that is a 13 plus 4 17 uh, I'm currently dodging so got it so he's at a disadvantage thank you yeah and that's a 12 hey that misses so he kind of comes in and the war pick slams into the ground and you roll out of the way and he picks it up and like just cannot oh. get to you oh you can't oh it's us uh, hard it hard it <laughs> oh, you almost had it. You gotta be quick in that. You get it. You'll get it. Okay, Fang, your turn. Fang is. It seems the. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the Duragar that was at the slit tries to fire at. Fang has cover. He's gonna try to fire at Zemo at disadvantage because misses. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. So he fires a, a crossbow bolt through the slit and just goes over Zemu's head. Go ahead, Fang. Okay, well, this Durgar just rushed me, which was a bad idea. So Fang is going to... He's going to... I guess he has both his, his shield and him. We'll say he pops the shield on, on his back. He puts his hand to the sky right above the Durgar and kind of twists his fist and kind of opens like a portal of light and his hands, his fingers twist with it. Nice. And then he brings it down and casts Moonbeam yeah, on the Durgar. Oh, this is badass. Moonbeam's such a good spell. Yeah, really but on a high constitution creature, we'll see how it does. Just a cons- uh, um, constitution save? Oh, yeah. 19. Yeah, that's a save. That's okay. He's going to take half damage. Okay. Um, he's going to... T- it's going to take um, 12 points of... I'm sorry, sorry. That's a... Six points, <laughs> half as much, uh, uh, radiant damage. As a bonus action, Fang um, rears back and takes a sharp bite out of his ankle, doing... Oh, let's roll to hit. Sorry, I'm an asshole. I've played D&D before. <laughs> the 15 to hit. Just misses. Uh, he kind of just steps back out of the way. Actually, it's it's he's got like... 
armored leggings, and he just mm-hmm. kind of like get can't get quite around the plate that's in the front of his. Makes ankle. sense. Cool. That's it for me then. Uh, Zemu, your turn. Uh, Zemu's going to come out of his shell as a bonus action, see that nobody has moved, and is a little <laughs> bit frustrated about it. Zemu's uh, coming out of the shell. <laughs> is going to take a step towards this Duragar and uh, will get the Yippawa out and take a take a literal stab at it. Okay. Yeah. That is a 22 to hit. That will hit. For 10 damage. And then uh, we'll action surge and do it again. Yeah. That is a 16 to hit. It just hits. For 12 damage. Sorry. How much? How much? 12. 12. Um, He tries to get a shield in front of your Yikawa. And but you manage to get right past and you stab right into his heart and break his scale mail just right and it's like you see blood spurt out and he like and falls to the ground. Yeah Tun- tunnel now <laughs> That's it. Fang as he falls, Fang says, Thank you. Thanks very much. <laughs> um I love putting X's on the bad guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a shirt right there. Oh, yeah. that's good. It's a DM shirt. I was I was just about to say we need to write that down. The closest person is Donar, so this last spore servant kind of just steps over the remains of his comrades. Oh. Like charges Donar with the spear, <laughs> rolls a two, and <laughs> Donar just kinda like bounces out of the way. Oh, so. oh sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he tripped on What the is that like one. with the spear? Like he kinda steps <laughs> on the spear as he like tries to hmm. down low and you step oh, on d- it. I saw you. I saw you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Donar, your turn. Um, <laughs> Donar is. You were still dodging, so he would have had to roll the disadvantage anyway. So. Yeah, but he got it too, like a like a dingus. So <laughs> Donar's having a blast in this combat. So what he's gonna do <laughs> is uh, for his action, he's gonna take the help action on the next attack. Because I assume the help action is only on one attack roll. Because otherwise, it, it, would be it helps broken. you. It helps one other person with their role. Okay. Well, so then knowing that Trax is probably going to take a shot at this guy, Donar then is going to take his action to help Trax on his shots on this dude, um, distracting him, not using the astral arms to hit, but like like poking at him and like trying to get in his face, distracting. <laughs> Stop touching him. yourself. Stop touching yourself. <laughs> and uh, then it's. Hey, Durga, Durga, Durga. Swing! Uh, As a bonus action, um, Donar is going to spend another key point to take the patient defense feature uh, to once again dodge as a bonus action on this turn. And it is Trax's turn. Let's go, baby. Well, Trax is going to see this guy getting distracted and say, I feel like I I should take advantage of that. Got it. Oh, he's going to lightning launcher... Add advantage. Let's do it. Okay, good. So the first one was a nine. <laughs> Second one was a twelve. Is it twelve hit? Twelve miss. Uh, twelve misses the drill. No. I wasted it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm We're glad to die. I'm, you know what? That's what's most important. Yeah, I think so. Over and both sides. Point. Are you having fun? <laughs> <laughs> the camera cuts to Zemu, who's just kind of like 
pointing at the grate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Slow blink. Just and like then, looking uh, at the tunnel, looking at uh, tracks, looking at the tunnel. Look, I can't move. I'm on Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> Alani's going to take a shot at this dude. That's going to be... No, no, it's Alani's not going to take a shot at this dude. It was a, it was a four. Nope. <laughs> nope. Four hits. What am I? What did I build you for? The Duragar pulls the shield up and like kind of bats Alandi and Lani kind of flitters out of the way and you you jape at Alandi and Lani's just kind of like Al head turns completely around 180 degrees <laughs> stare at yeah, you as it flies I'm talking by. to you. We're we're re, we're doing some some remodels later. <laughs> Kai. So this guy's still up, right? Yes, there's one spore servant still up. All right, Kai's going to quickly drop into a sprinter stance and is going to take off running towards this guy. And as he passes that uh, spore servant, he's going to throw a quick elbow at the servant. And that was a 19 plus 6. Oh, that will definitely hit. Which is going to be 6 points of damage. Okay, and you just clock him right in the head, and you see like bits of fungus fly off, and spores fly into the air, and his skull just crunch and collapse, and he falls out there. And I'm going to continue that sprint almost as if he didn't stop me, and I'm going to leap up and using a key point and my Mm. bonus action, I'm going to flurry of blows. To put both my feet into his chest. Let's go. So you're jumping up and just like kick, 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 kick. Just boom. Okay. All right. So the first one would be uh, a dirty 20 to hit. That hits. And the second one is uh, 19 to hit. Both hit. He has his shield up in the air trying to, like, ward off the, me- the mechanical bird. And because the shield's up in the air, you just, like, walk up his body and just, like, boom, boom. Two kicks right in the chest. First one is max damage for eight points of bludgeoning. Okay. And the second one is six points of bludgeoning. He's still up. Okay. And I'm going to stop right there in his face. Is Jimmy's turn... Uh, the guy's doing the crossbow. He steps into the arrow slit again, looks for targets. Zemu stepped out, so he's going to fire at Zemu, and it's only a 12. Nah. It just, the bolt splinters on your shell. Yeah. And the one that's up, annoyed at Kai kicking him in the chest, takes the war pick and just tries to run down on the human's head for a only a 16. Dodge right out of the way. Yeah. Zemu, you see the Duragar who fired at you run back further into the castle. Mm. It's like thoop, 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 disappearing. Fang. Fang is going to hook his mace onto his belt. He's going to twist his hand in the same fashion, which makes the, the light spin. Uh, mm-hmm. And with his other hand, he pushes forward, uh, moving the spell... 20 feet uh, to over the other Durgar. Um, and they, now he has to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, so he's going to take... <laughs> but half of four sucks anyway, so two points of radiant damage 
Um, I did say this earlier. I didn't say this earlier, and I probably should have. But just in case, a shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form. Just based on history, I just think that maybe you should know that. I don't know what's going on here, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's because he's just using an enlarged spell. It's not like he's a shape changer. Like, usually that moonlight has to do with lycanthropes. Sure, yeah. And things like that. I understand. Great. Uh, So, uh, he takes, yeah, the two points of radiant damage. Uh, Fang uses his movement to uh, run up on the mother and take another bite. Okay. Um... Damn, that's a... I miss the bite all the time. Uh, that's a, like an 8 to hit, so don't don't worry about it. That's it for me. <laughs> Zemu. Zemo is going to put the Yikawa away, walk 10 feet closer to this guy that's left, and as he's walking, he's going to switch to his two hand axes, and he's going to throw them at the remaining enemy. Okay. Roll the hit. Uh, first one is a 16 to hit. That hits. For 6 damage. And a 14 to hit. The 14 misses. He finally gets the shield back down, and the, the second hand axe impacts it and sticks it to his shield. And he is not looking healthy at all. Come on, come on. That's it, then. It is Donar's turn. Donar's going to get in on the action, saying that we surrounded this thing. And uh, I guess still the great club's on his back, so he's going to reach behind him and uh, grab the great club and swing diagonally with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top left to bottom right. Yeah, good. That's a natural one. So. Hey. Yeah, not rolling well tonight. We rolled really well last episode. So. <laughs> yeah. It evens out, I guess. It's bound to. Donar was a little too gung-ho and like, oh, I gotta be serious. Okay, all right. Uh, And then with a bonus action, he's going to uh, make an unarmed strike with the astral arms. And because he's still feeling a little silly, he's going to go for a little punch in the nuts. Okay. (laughs) Like Johnny Cage. Totally lost track (laughs) of everything important. And that's a 13 to hit. The 13 misses. He has a 16 AC, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll take it seriously. Uh, gotta kill this guy. All right. Trax, your turn. All right, so uh, I'm going to take another shot at this guy. I'm going to do it this time. Here we go. Do it. Do it now. There we go. 21. 21 hits. That's going to be four. Oh. Six points of damage, and then I'm going to supercharge it for another the six lightning. points of damage. Oh. Okay, the lightning <coughs> hits like... Um, the astral arms come in and, and just like barely miss um, the Duragar's lower extremities. However, your lightning blast hits the back of his shield and ricochets, hitting him where Donar was aiming. <laughs> and falls just thump down. Just so everyone knows, I was not aiming for his genitals. Did not try to shock the genitals. Poor four. Poor four. That was not attempted. <laughs> No, but it was so funny. It's take credit. Funny, I will take that. <laughs> you killed him in the nuts. Why don't we call that a Cheney? <laughs> a Cheney? Okay. A Cheney. Um, oh. <laughs> what would you like to do before I decide if we're going out of combat or not? Tunnel. Now. We gotta follow Zimu, dude. I'm so sorry. I was feeling I was feeling uh, gung-ho about it. But you want us to go in the tunnel? It is the only way 
to go. Fang looks at Zemo and he says, Who was shooting at us? We will find out through the tunnel. <laughs> oh, you, so you do, you do think we should go through? Or you don't think we should You're go through? You're very enthusiastic the about the tunnel. The doors are standing wide open. Just Why don't so we just know. go in through the doors? Well, no, hold on. We're talking about the tunnel, though. Like, the doors are open, sure, but the tunnel. We're going out of combat. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that they will be doing some some sort of reverse mind trick psychology and expecting us to go through the tunnel. They won't expecting us to be so bold as to enter through their front door. Isn't the drawbridge up? It is. Through the tunnel, all right. All right, through the tunnel. <laughs> I misunderstood somehow my brain told me the door was wide open. <laughs> Fang said that complete deadpan. <laughs> Didn't look. You know, what? I camera. can't see shit. It's dark. The I'm tunnel dying. is this way. And he starts to walk toward Zemu. Yeah, Zemu's going to go and grab his two hand axes first, and then he'll uh, yes. let everybody else through the tunnel before he tries to fit through. All right, yeah, yeah. Fang will go first. I'll follow him. Zemu, do you need to. If you go into your shell, can we push you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Would that work? Let me let me try my own first. About how long have we been <laughs> in this cave? Would you say, with the the bunker that the the arrow bunker, the, the, the and, little the, the valley, yeah. like leading up to the you've been since the combat began the sec- first combat, so probably no more than a three minute three or four minutes. Oh, great. Okay, good. So everybody still has their. Uh, their dark vision uh, for the hour duration. Cool. So cool, cool, cool. As we're walking, Fang uh, looks at the party and says, "How is everyone feeling?" He's gauging gauging injuries. Uh, I- I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. Like emotionally, I'm I'm riding a high. I'm enjoying myself, but I I could I could be feeling better physically. You know, Kai. I'm fine, other than the frustration at, at a certain construct. Kyle, <laughs> Kai just spits out a little bit of blood. Just so, who's the first into the tunnel? Fang and Fang. You can see a hole in the ceiling that's about the size of a well, maybe about four or five feet in diameter total. Uh is the water? Or sorry, is the floor that we're walking on? Is it wet? Uh, at it's all? frozen. It's frozen ice. And it looks like it goes ahead about 20 more feet from where you're past, and, and it turns right. Um, Fang, I suppose, he'll put a hand up to stop everyone and just put uh, one of his keen ears a little higher than the other to see if he can hear anything from above the well. Make a perception check. I've got to find all my stats again. 16. 16. You hear some goats bleating. <laughs> And Fang gives the forward, uh, come, sim- what, what is that, the little, come, come, with his hand. <laughs> what is Fang doing? I moving. I can't see. Move forward. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> goes past the well. Okay. Through the tunnel. Okay. Uh, who's next in? Uh, Donar. Donar. Yeah. Donar? Kyle, go after him. Okay. Uh, Donar, you see, um, who's next after Donar? Kai. Who is next? I'm probably still on Kai's back. Okay. Zemu's gonna try. <laughs> okay, Zemu, uh, Zemu, make a... I'm just mispronouncing names all over the place tonight. Um, Trox, what are you doing? 
Uh, Zemu, could you make a athletics roll to push through? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 18. Oh, no problem. You just, like, and your shell bit, like, pushes the metal pieces away, and you're inside. Hell, yeah. We'll keep moving through the tunnel, I suppose. Okay. Fang, you get up about there, and it starts going up, and you see it, the water kind of go to the ceiling, and then the frozen water, and then stop. Like, it kind of gradually goes up, and then meets the ceiling. And no other exit, it seems. No other exits, yeah. Uh, Fang turns around and says, it appears that the opening to the whale is the only way out. Yeah, let's go that way, then. The ceiling's kind of low. It's very low, like five feet. If you're taller than that, you're having to to duck down. Uh, Fang will step over to the opening and offer, take a wide stance and offer his hands as a leg up for anybody. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go do it, yeah. You easily, it's just almost like you could almost reach the where the opening comes out, easily standing on the ground. Huh. But with the flip up, you can get a really good grab onto and use your legs and arms to start climbing up. It goes up about 10 feet, 15 feet, and you see um, a wooden plank. It's not even like on a hinge, it's just a plank that's on above you. But darkness right. beyond, just whatever dark your dark vision can see, like gray dark Does vision this light. Plank look like a like a trap door or like something to stand on. It's just like, it looks like just like a piece of board that's been placed over. Could I could I try to move it with yeah. a free hand? Mm-hmm. It's like easily moves. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll push it push it away and see what I see behind it. Okay, you kind of push it to the side, and there's not much. You're like inside, like there's brick here, and you see. It fall and clank, 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 clank. Oh, and no. you see uh, opens up <laughs> into what looks like to be the castle. And you hear goats bleeding. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll scramble <laughs> up and out of there. Okay, so Donar's up. Who's next? Fang will stay. Keep Demo will wait at the bottom for now to help everybody else get up. How wide is the, uh, the passage up? Um, it's about right at like five feet. It's Circular, five feet, a little less. I was wondering if Kai could do like a boop, 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 boop situation. Like a Mario it's, wall jump? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like hopping like, up. You know in American Ninja Warrior where they have like the, the monkey wall? Yeah. Spider like climb, that. yeah, spider yeah. wall. Spider climb, yeah. Kai will ask Fang for a boost to hop up, but after he jumps up, he'll start spider climbing up. Yeah, it's like liter- it's not very far either. So you'd like a couple of like pushes off, and you're up and out, and you can actually do a little flip. Yeah, my food is not sitting well. <laughs> Fang looks at Zemu. I've got this, friend. Thank you. And Zemu will just climb his way out. Make a athletics roll. It's a little tight for you. Uh, it's another eighteen. Yeah, yeah. You're actually pushing as you get to the top. You're actually widening the bricks that were up there. Fang, <laughs> like, bricks fall off, and Fang uses the the new holes that he made uh, as footholds, and just rock climbs his way up. Excellent. So all five of you up there. You see a passageway going <laughs> off to the east. And the main courtyard of this fortress stands in front of you. You see three cages with um, one of the cages, the one to the, the, the left, 
is open and you see two goats in the middle one and th- those that are closed, you actually hear a soft mooing coming from this area beyond to the west. You can you look over to where the drawbridge is up and you see some chains going up to the ceiling and over to a uh where is it? Right here, next to that left cage, uh where it's just a chain wrapped around a hook. Where it looks like they just like manually lifted it up. Underneath the trap door, underneath the drawbridge, it looks like a twenty foot deep pit that's twenty foot wide from the front gates, which are standing wide open. Does anyone Doomer's hear a gonna... soft mooing? Yeah, dude, I heard that too. All right, well, we gotta find Ted Johnson. Why is he not in a cage? Well, they probably just brought Ted in. To meet. Like they haven't had time to put him in a cage yet. They're like processing him. Exactly. <laughs> Orientation. <laughs> what would you like to do? Find Ted Johnson. And they. We also gotta free gotta the goats. Stealth back this way towards the. Uh... Roll a stealth check. Okay, that's going to be a 22. 22, okay. Um, I'd like to look for any indication as to which direction some Durgar might have went. Maybe dwarves. The floor is stone and it has like a like icy frost all over every surface here. You don't really see, you see a lot of footprints like they've been here a while, mm-hmm. just different direction, but you don't see any really recent ones. Make a survival check to see if you can distinguish more recent ones. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> also, a big ogre zombie kind of shambled through this direction and just kind of messed up any kind of mm. tracks that you... Uh, yeah. That's one! Uh, liquid death. Yeah. <laughs> Fang will make a wide uh, turn around the, toward the, the animals, the goats, check on their status, <laughs> and maybe try to see what other animals were in uh, these these other cages, but uh, just join you Fang. See in, the, in the one to the right, you see a bucket, almost like a, a chamber pot. I don't think perhaps they just keep animals in here. Unless they're some, somehow toilet training them. Unlikely. Uh, Zemu would like to examine and investigate that chain that's holding up the drawbridge. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a chain that's been wrapped around a hook. Okay. And it goes up to the ceiling, kind of at a, a angle, and then back to the top of the drawbridge. Mm. Well, perhaps we should head the direction of the mooing. Yeah, find that cow, dude. Maybe they are currently butchering it. Uh, you look to your right as you're walking to the west, and you see two cows, and they appear to be just be standing there. There's not, there's no food around, but they look like they've been like a rope tied to their necks, and it's been spiked. The end of the rope has been spike hammered into the wall. Ah, well, mystery solved. Cow. Fang is suspicious at all these animals and whatnot, and just no, no people around, just, like, a weird vibe, so he's gonna just give himself a quick vigilant blessing advantage on my next initiative roll. Kai, you see, you he- actually you hear, directly in front of you, you hear a click, and suddenly these two openings that are there and the one that you're currently standing in suddenly spikes 
Where's Trax? I'm on his back on still. Back. No. <laughs> okay, you're caught by this too. Spikes come out from the openings on either side and phew, and crisscross in front of you, and you feel them entering your body and Ugh. hold you completely in place. Let me. I need you to make a dex. Both of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, oh, this fucking sucks. This is gonna be oh. Ah, it's a natural one. Oh, oh no, it's okay. a natural one. Okay, so tracks. I mean, Kai, you jump back, but the spikes pin tracks into. So you're dangling up in the air, just held by these spikes. Brutal. You Ugh. take so much damage. You take 14 points of piercing Ooh. damage. Spicy. And the spikes remain there, and you're just held there. And I would like you all to roll initiative. Yep. Uh, Trax, just so you know, you're restrained currently. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, Zemu? Dirty 20. Good, nice. Kai? 19. Trax? 10. Fang? Natural 20. Nice. Nice. Donar? 13. You hear a voice coming from the room behind the spikes and it says in common who are you why are you here Uh, fang it's your turn what would you like to do fang will shout out he says we are here for what has been stolen cooperate and you may sleep tonight (laughs) 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 oh fang has no idea what is what this fuck is doing Trax is just pinned to this buddy spikes. He said, Can you can you please shit talk a little better, please? <laughs> Kai just says, Cooperator, you'll sleep forever tonight. That doesn't help. That's not helping. He yells <laughs> What he said and uh, he approaches <laughs> the the Trax sickle mm-hmm. and gets right into about the middle of the party in a familiar fashion. Star above the head, brings his hands down, and kind of baseball safes and spreads the stars out as his channel divinity. 1d6 plus 4. Sweet. 10 points of temporary hit points. Woo! Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, And that's going to move with me for the next one minute. So every time you end your turn in the sphere, I can grant you new hit points. That's awesome, man. I hope I... I haven't done this already. Like, it's not checked in my D&D Beyond, but if I did it on the last episode of a... I don't think you if, did. Uh, if somebody, if a listener wants to call me out on it, uh, <laughs> you get inspiration on Twitter. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Advantage on your next retweet. There you go. Zemu, your turn. Uh, Zemu will come into this aura, and we only hear the voice, right? We don't... You don't see, see anything. anything? Okay, I'm... And it's hard to see. It's like... The spikes that have come in, come out of the wall—they've like intermeshed and been built built this way. It looks like a mechanical thing as opposed to a spell. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's just solid. You can kind of see through them. Yeah, and the, this other opening is has the spikes too, right? They just yes. didn't hit anything. Okay, correct. Yeah, I'm going to ready my longbow uh, to fire um, at the appearance of whoever is speaking. Uh, is that a held action? Yes, yeah. Um, before we move any further, I fear that I'm using my Twilight Sanctuary incorrectly, only in the sense that I a sphere of Twilight emanates from you, 
It lasts for one minute or until I'm incapacitated or die. And whenever a creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of these benefits. So I, I suppose I don't grant it when I do it. It's individually at the end of everybody's turn. I can grant oh, if, if you end your turn dope. within that. Uh, right. So forgive me. Uh, but I, and you can like if if like a commoner runs into the aura, like in the middle of something, you can like grant them like add them to. I can yes yeah it's up to me. Uh, uh, so nobody has any temporary hit points yet. I, I do want to do it correctly. Aww. I don't want to do it just out of like uh, <laughs> consistency at this point. Like that's a that's a big deal that I that. So everybody keep track of that. Yeah, it was ten right. Uh, well, well we, nobody has it yet. I mean that, when we get it. At the end of your turn, I think correct. I I think I roll every time. I think I roll separately for everybody. Whenever a oh. creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of these mm-hmm. benefits. You grant it one d six plus four temporary gotcha. hit points. You end one effect of it. Whatever. So that's that's yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, TBD. What you're gonna get? Uh, just stay in the aura <laughs> at the end of your turn. So anyway, Zemu. My point being, Zemu just ended his turn. So Zemu, you're gonna get. Uh, a shit roll, you get five temporary hit points. Alrighty. Cool. Okay. I still have my eight from before. Uh, would those you, uh, stick they around? don't stack once, uh, if, if it, you end your turn and I give you more than, uh, you have to choose between what you have and what I've given you. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, so Zemu, um, it looks like you could, um, what weapon do you have out? That you're the longbow. Longbow. It looks like Firing through, it's like they're almost like the size of like arrow. Like he, if you were up to to it really close, you could fire through. Uh-huh. But it would be hard to fire through the holes from this distance that sure. you are at currently. Cool. I'm still gonna ready it just because I don't know if he's gonna like unleash the spikes and you know. But yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Kai. Uh, do the spikes completely block the opening? Yes, they do. Okay. Then I'm just going to step back and instruct someone to help tracks out of there. And I will help if need be. Uh, I guess I can hold the help action or use the help action. At the end of your turn, you are granted seven temporary hit points. Wow. Donar. Uh, yeah, Donar is going to walk up to the tracksicle and, uh, because I really like that. Oh, and, uh, and he's going <laughs> to take a look and see. Oh, I don't like the situation. I just thought the the, the wordplay was funny. It's fucking hilarious. Get me out. Uh, so Dono's going to try to <laughs> investigate, see if we can get him out. Um, make an investigation roll. Sure. These aren't just like a two-dimensional. It's like almost like a web of spikes coming in and crossing, holding them in place. That's a nine. You might be able to break the spikes. Okay. Yeah, I'll, if, if, I, if I can do that on my turn still, I'll, I'll try to take a whack at it with the Great Club. Okay. Give me a... Does my help action help him at all? What specifically? Well, I you, guess... Who are you helping? I guess anybody who's... Anybody who is going to help out, get tracks out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll on this barrier. What weapon are you using? The Great Club? The Great Club, yeah. Okay. Yeah, is you that... add advantage. Awesome. How, how are you giving him advantage on this helping? The... I'm going to look at the cross-section of where the spikes are going, and I'm going to instruct him on right the there, right there's a most point. advantageous place to hit. Yeah, Perfect. Awesome. Good job. That was a 17. 17 does... 
It does hit, and the, the spikes kind of crack. Roll your damage. Alrighty. That is going to be... Oh, max damage, 10 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Okay. Keep track of that for me, how many. Yeah. Some of the spikes kind of, like, bend and, like, snap a little bit. Bend. Bend. Snap. snap. But uh, Trax is still held fast. Awesome. We're going to get you out, dude. Sorry about the joke. That's all right. Trax, your turn. Okay, um, so I'm going to try and do a thunderclap on them. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a constitution saving throw. What are you? What are you, on, on the spikes? Yeah. Okay. You. Uh, will, See if you, I can, t- you won't take the damage. No. 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 It's. I can direct it five feet from me. Well, it's all surrounding you. Yeah. So like, kind of like out. It's like a here. Let me out. read the. Let me read the. Yeah. Is it a cone? Is it a? I create a burst of thunderous sound that can be heard hundred feet away. Blah blah blah. It's it's a, every creature within range five feet. So I'll say I'll tell everyone to back up first. Okay. Um, the contraption is technically not a creature, unfortunately. Well, then I'm going to shoot it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my gun. Don't right, know, I rolled eight out. points. Temporary. Uh, oh, thank you. HP. Uh, just take a shot at it. Roll to hit it. Roll to hit. 18. 18 hits. That's going to be uh, 11 points of damage. You do enough damage to the spikes that you're able to free yourself from it. Get me out, get me out, get me out. At the end of his turn, uh, he gets five points temporary. You know what? I'll take it. Okay. Is that minimum? Is that minimum? <laughs> it 100% is. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nothing. And that'll, that'll be it for me. He just glares at Alandi, who's just like owl walking behind them. <laughs> He's, you see Alandi's over there on the back of one of the cows. Okay, after you go tracks, this heavily bearded Durgar appears right in front of you and stabs at you um, with a short sword, two short sword attacks on you. It's a normal-sized Durgar or a huge Normal size, yeah, normal-sized Durgar. He, he kind of jumps out, he becomes visible that means and attacks you with the short swords. Um, that is a 23 oh, yeah. on the first attack and a 15 on the second. Nope. The okay. one. The 23... Does it does six points? No, no, uh, nine, eight points. <laughs> Does it eleven? Sorry, it's a five. That's a five. You decide. <laughs> it doesn't. Five plus three, eight points of piercing, and you take eleven points of sneak attack damage. Jesus. Oh. Oh. And he he says, "Die, you fool!" and just drives the short sword directly into you. Um, immediately after that... Does that trigger my held action at all? Yeah, because you're basically held off um, and there's no barrier in the way, so you can fire at him. Yes, go ahead. Score. Uh, 13 plus. That's 16 to hit. Hits. It does hit. Uh, 4 damage. 4 damage. Okay. And that guy becomes visible as well. So, two on either side of him, two Duragar become visible... And both of them attack you, tracks with war, war picks. Get that boy out of there. They're not enlarged. Oh, God. Uh, no. That is a 24. Yeah. And the other rolls only a 13. The war pick does seven points of piercing damage. And I'm down. Okay. Uh. And this Duragar with his heavy, big, long, white beard. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Fool, die! 
And through, I'm still going. Real tough guy. Attacking a two foot tall, little tiny dragon man. Smallest party (laughs) member. Yeah. All right. You're a dick. This guy fires crossbow at Kai through the spikes. And that is a 16. Misses. And I believe that's the top of the round. Fang. All right. Fang is going to take five steps this way. He's going to reach his five feet mm-hmm. and snag tracks by the cuff, bring him under, and football carry him. And uh, because he's a bastard, as you drag tracks away, mm-hmm. this leader, angry, reaches out with his um, short sword and slashes once across Trax's side as a let me do a to hit roll he's going to use his reaction that's a 22 to hit so you take one death you have one failure on your death save Trax I hate this guy cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, okay well uh, Fang was going to use his action to cure or to heal tracks but now he's mad because he's he is still in feral form so he has tracks in his football what have you and he yeah sure he's gonna cast word of radiance on everyone that he can see so uh one two and three okay they all need to make a constitution saving throw the leader fails the other two do not Two points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use the rest of my movement to make a wide sweep around the party to the back. Okay. And I am going to use uh, cast healing word as a bonus action on tracks, which is going to be six points of healing. Thank God. Which finishes my turn <laughs> and grants me. 10 temporary hit points. Nice. Trax is a nuclear football. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying it. Okay. Uh, uh, Zemu. Zemu's going to take his 30 feet closer. And as he's doing that, he's going to switch from his longbow to his two hand axes again and throw both of them at the leader to regard. Okay. Roll to hit. First one is a 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, that hits. It's almost a natural 20. Or 7 damage. Okay. And the second is a 12. 12 misses. Kai. Uh, sorry, Zemu, up to you. You can either keep what you got or take 10 temporary hit points. Oh, I will take that 10. Hell yeah. Kai, rise you. Kai will move 10 feet up to the leader. Mm-hmm. You can see uh, um, one to the south of him, so there's three Duragar total right there. Well, he's going to attack the leader and just throw two spinning kicks, one front, one back at him. Okay. First one is an 18 plus 6, and the second one is a 15. The 15 misses. Okay, so the first one hits which is eight points of bludgeoning. Okay. And then Kai will back handspring all the way back 40 feet this way. 
<laughs> Trax is on the ground just seeing Kai like doing flips over him. <laughs> I still That's have pretty cool, in my arm. Oh, okay. Under my football arm. I'm glad I wasn't part of that. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Anything else, Kai? Uh, that is it. Okay. Uh, Donar. Uh, Donar is pissed. That second swipe with the short sword really, really got him heated. So he's not going to use the finesse he has, but he's going to move up and uh, attack the leader. Is the leader the middle guy or this guy? He's the middle guy, yes. Middle guy. Beardy. Okay, so, so I'm going to go up to Beardy and I'm going to swing my great club at him. And I'm going to aim okay. for the neck. Okay, roll the hit. <laughs> Kick his ass. That's a nine. The nine misses. <laughs> I'm so mad I just can't hit the neck. And I guess I just fall short. The 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 what happens is that the Duragar to the north of the leader holds his she- his shield out and blocks your blow for him. And he's he's barking something in dwarven at you. And the leader's like, My men will die for me. Dono's gonna say back in Draconic, yeah, we're all speaking different languages, but you're still a dick. And uh, as a bonus action, Donor is going to make an unarmed strike with the left astral arm and go for this guy's throat. Okay. God damn, that's an eight to hit. Eight misses. Yeah. Getting too heated, man. Uh, anything else, Donar? No, that's my turn. Tracks, your turn. Hang on, mm. hang on. Uh, and he's going to say, in Elvish, and he, he's going to say, if we're doing the different languages, here's Elvish for fuck you. And he's going to lightning launch him. <laughs> okay, roll to hit. Uh, that's not great, a 15. 15 misses. Well, still, fuck you. And I'll take some temporary hit points, please. Sorry, uh, I just rolled for Donar, and it was a five. Um, so do what you will with that. Tracks, yours is seven. Hey, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to look over to the cow at Alondi and say, Will you shoot him? And that's going to be... <laughs> Natural one. Alondi, <laughs> uh, a little piece of metal falls out of Alondi's oh ass and like hits oh. the. She's about to get recycled. <laughs> the worst fucking mistake I've ever made in my life. That was an awesome line, Josh. <laughs> so Donar, mm-hmm. this leader guy, he swipes at you with his short swords, and that is a fourteen. Yep, that hits. And a natural 20. Oh. Okay. So the 14, this is going to hurt. It's a four points of... What is short sword? Piercing? Piercing. Piercing, yeah. Four points of piercing damage. However, the natural 20. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, fuck you, Ron. Sorry. (laughs) Sneak attack. Oh. It does 12 points of piercing damage. And then the sneak attack. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot. I rolled two sixes. Uh, 12, 17, 18 points. Yep, Donar's down. Okay. You're not, you're not dead, right? I don't think so. <laughs> and oh then God. he takes a bonus action to disengage. Yeah, he does. And runs away. Wow. The Duragars, as he runs away... Another Duragar becomes visible and steps into the space where the leader was. You hear um, the leader shout, Kill them! Kill them! These two Duragar both strike Donar. You have two failures. Oh, shit. Oh, God. No, 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 no. 
god. And Please this Duergar up here uh, still f it fires at. Let's do Fang. You're an obvious obvious spellcaster. Um, fires at you with his crossbow through the bars, the spikes, and only rolls an eleven. Miss. And that's all they can do. Top of the round, Fang. She just got real. I know it. So Fang. I'm stressed. So there's three Duergar now. There's now an extra one where the leader left and it took its place. Mm -hmm. There's four total, actually. You can't only see because there's one in this corner right here. Oh, okay. Great. So there's two, three, and then one behind the spikes up here. Okay. Well, Fang is in the heat of the moment. Not sure how to prioritize his magic, so he he runs up, knee slides into Donar, puts a hand on him, and casts Spare the Dying okay. um, to at least stabilize him. <laughs> um, if you take any damage, you'll have to start the saving throws all over again. Gotcha. Um, Kai just yells out, Get him out of there! As he does, he grabs, he, he closes a fist around his, his cuff, moves back the... Uh, he went 5, 10 feet, so uh, 20, 25, 30. He's going to just slide Donar up against this wall. and like The two Duergar that are standing there are going to use their reactions to swipe at him. Okay. So you're back at two. Actually, he has to make, they have to make attack rolls. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. Uh, oh, miss. And a miss. They both miss. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's still he's at zero right now. Zero. He's zero and, and not dying. But yes. zero uh, death saves as well, right? Correct. Yes. Sweet. Uh, so Fang is going to sit him up against the wall. Oh. Not forget about him just yet, but turn around and with a snarl, with a, a back to normal snarl, his shift only lasts for a minute, so that's that's gone by the middle of this fight, at least. As a bonus action, uh, he's gonna go ahead and cast uh, Healing Word on Donar. Okay. Which just yeah. makes things a lot easier. Get Donar back into the fight. And that's gonna be six points of healing. <laughs> As he wakes up, uh, oh. Oh, boy. He, he gives him a little, like, shake of the chin, and he says, we need you out here. Get oh. up and get fighting. Yeah, sure. Easy enough. No wonder that thing did so much damage. For the listeners, uh, Ron just shared a photo of Nildar Sunblight. Well, you don't know his name yet. Well, it says, no. I mean, it says right there. Like, yeah, it's, on there. it's on there, but. <laughs> no name tag. Trax um, is going to call um, him Dickwad Butt Square. Johnson. <laughs> He's a big boy. He's a big boy. A big boy. That's hey. a big boy. Fang, are you finished? Uh, yes, and. <laughs> As uh, as I finish, I'm go. Actually, I'm not. I didn't take any damage, so I don't need any temporary hit points. I'm good. Okay, Z uh, Zemu. Uh, Zemu is going to use uh, Donar and Trax's damage to kind of fuel his uh, second wind, and mm -hmm. just yeah. kind of use it to motivate him. It is specifically, definitely not an anger thing that's happening, but it's. Uh, fueling him in a way. Let's go, buddy. Uh, so he's going to get 11 hit points from that. Excellent. And then he's going to walk up to that Duragar and oh, gonna walk up there. And while he's doing it, he's going to kind of call out to the guy who ran, and he's going to say, 
You're right. Your men will die for you. And he's going, as he's walking up, he's going to get out his flail and his scimitar, and he's going to smack the one directly in front of him with the flail first. Mm-hmm. For a 17 to hit. That hits. That's 10 damage, and I'm going to use a superiority die. Okay. Add another 8 damage, and nice. try to disarm him, so he has to do a strength saving throw. He rolled a 12. Let me see what his pluses are. He needs a 14. He has a plus 2 strength, so that's 14. Ah. Uh. Okay. Then I'm going to scimitar attack the other one, the one uh, diagonal from me. Uh-huh. That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Or 10 damage, and then I'm going to try another superiority dice. Can I do two in one turn if I'm... Unless it says something in your class description that you can only use one superior die. If you have okay. them, you can spend I them. I think I can, just because it's, it's, it's... In maneuvers, it says when you hit with a weapon attack, so it makes it sound like yeah. any time. Okay, cool. Yeah, some uh, whatever like maneuver is, it says as an action, spend a spir- superiority die or something like that. It's like it. a key point. Cool. Like a key point, but I, I think you're fine. Great. Then that's only an additional two damage, but I'm going to try to trip him. He still has to do a saving throw of 14. Okay, is this dexterity or strength? Uh, strength. That is a eight. Cool. So he goes down. He's prone on the ground. Okay. Anything and, else? Uh, that's it. You were um, outside of the uh, glow, but I think you're you maxed out on... I'm, I'm pretty you? much maxed, yeah. Kai, your turn. Kai is going to move up and almost run right towards Zemu mm-hmm. and roll off his shell. Oh, yeah, okay. And throw a back elbow at that Duragar there. The one that's on the ground or one that's standing mm-hmm. up still? So he's, like, bringing it all the way down. Okay. And that's going to be an 18 to hit. 18 hits. And that's going to be uh, seven points of bludgeoning. Okay, when you do that, the elbow, it hits his head, and it kind of, you hear a crack as you land land the blow, and he's not moving anymore. And then I'm going to spin off of that and throw another kick at that Duragar's head. Okay. Ah, uh, that's going to miss. That is an eight. That misses. And Donar, your turn. Okay, so Donar is going to take half his movement to stand up. Uh, just feeling weary and feeling not totally with it. And he's going to resume his his business as usual, assessing the situation. Does it look like any of these guys have ranged weapons, or are they all attacking with... Uh... You know that they were all carrying crossbows. However, gotcha. this guy is firing a crossbow through the, the, the spikes, so he's got uh, three-fourths cover because of the spikes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. So what I'm going to do is, once again, I don't have the arms to do it. Donar, in taking the help action to aid uh, Zimu on his next attack, Donar is going to hold up his crossbow and say, Yo, dudes, I'm so weak. You should go for me, right? <laughs> and as a bonus action, spend another key point to, oh, what is it? Uh, take the patient defense and take a dodge action as a bonus action. Got it. And I guess uh, I, with that, he's going to step forward like 10 feet. Got it. Okay. And that's my turn. Tracks. So as as Donar says, oh, I'm so weak, Tracks is going to turn to him and say, <laughs> what, 
just go up there. And he's gonna uh, throw one of his little spiders on him for cure, <laughs> cure wounds. Oh, oh it's, I'm not used to it. I'm not used. It's just so embrace weird. it. Let it happen. <laughs> ah, let it happen. Oh, it's got. You have ten points. It smells back. real. <laughs> oh wow, ten points. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. If, if <laughs> let's say, let's say if you're. Never mind, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to put you on the spot. Hypothetically, let's think, say uh, that your life was measured in points. Uh, no, that's it for me, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Alondi and say, all right, um, you have one chance to get this right. <laughs> Shoot that fucking dwarf. <laughs> if this is a natural one. Oh, it was almost a natural 20. It was on, it's an eight. Uh, he kind of, Alandi uh, kind of floats into the air a bit and does this lazy little spin. And when he shoots, it's just something that comes out of his wing, basically. Is that how that well, works? It, it, like, she's made out of this, like, she's, she's, she's a, mm. she has this gem powering her, one of the Tourmalades, mm-hmm. and I imagine that's kind of, like, where the force energy comes from. Got so, it. So it's like a little, like, yeah. like a beam. A little beam. Okay. Yeah. Little owl vision. Yep. Yeah. Mm. The beam, she kind of, like, flips around and tries to do something cool, but the beam kind of goes wide and hits the ceiling. I can't believe I I, I, I spent money on you. <laughs> A lot of money, actually. <laughs> That's my turn. I'm done. Uh, sorry. <laughs> At the end of Donar's turn, uh, Donar, I rolled uh, seven for you. If, oh, you, want, if you want them. Uh, track okay. six. Cool, thank you. Okay. Um, the leader... You see, whoever can see, Zemu might be able to see, runs to this door, opens it, slams it behind him, and runs inside. And you hear a big choo-choo. Talk about weak. He's freaking running away. This Duragar fires at Fang with his crossbow, and that will be a hit, because that's a dirty 20. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, four points of damage. This Duragar t- moves up and out and attacks Kai. For an 18 plus, uh, with his war pick, 18 plus 20, uh, for 22. Yeah, that hits. The war pick only does... Ooh, max damage, 10 points, piercing. All right. And this other one attacks Zemu <laughs> for... That's a dirty 20, actually, again. Damn. And that is a 8 points. Cool. And they're just, like, roaring at you in this in dwarven... Somebody's got to learn Dwarven, I swear. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, Fang. Um, Fang is going to move 5, 10, 15, 25 feet, center himself in the group. I'm sorry, at the end of Kai's turn, uh, that's 10 points temporary if you want him. Woo! I will take nice. that. So Fang centers himself in the group, and he's going to go ahead and cast a Guiding Bolt on the... One that shot at him. Um, he has. Um, oh, uh, Scotty Bolts a saving throw, right? Uh, no, that's no, a so okay. Yeah. He's he's behind the spikes. He has three fourths cover. Does he? Okay, well then disregard. Uh, Fang's okay. gonna shoot at whoever looks healthier over here. Uh, I assume it's the guy on. They Zemu. are actually disregard whoever looks weakest. Weakest. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah it's the somebody. guy from the this guy right here. Okay, then Scotty Bolt. Is gonna be uh, fuck a nine to hit. Nine misses, unfortunately. Sure it does. Cool. So 
He misses, and there's nothing else I'm going to do. And okay. at the end of my turn, I'm going to grant myself seven temporary hit points. Okay. Uh, Zemu. Uh, Zemu's going to use his scimitar on the one to the west of him. Mm-hmm. With advantage. Oh, yeah, with advantage. We're being helped. A 13 to hit. 13 misses, unfortunately. All right, then he'll flail that one, too. And that's going to be a 26 to hit. 26 definitely <laughs> hits. Hmm. Damn. Minimum damage, though. Only five damage. He still hurts. Yeah, he's looking pretty weak. This guy that's down here and uh, stepped out into the room is, is full health. He hasn't been hit yet. And the guy behind the spikes is full health. It is currently Kai's turn. So Kai is going to put a foot right in this guy's chest. Kick. And that's going to be a 19 to hit. That hits. It's going to do six points of bludgeoning. Okay. Then I'm going to spend a key point to Liu Kang right up his chest. <laughs> hey, Kai, finish him. <laughs> and that's going to be... The first one is a 13. 13 misses. And the second one is an 18 plus 6. That hits, definitely. Oh, thank goodness. That's going to do 8 points of okay. bludgeoning. He's still up. Okay. Stay right there in his face. They're fighting with a fury that you... It's almost like their, their rage in their faces is, is ah. something, something to behold. They're just angry at your intrusion... Uh, it is Donar's turn. Unless uh, uh, Kai's going to do anything else. Uh, Donar feeling galvanized by by uh, Trax's words to get in there. He's going <laughs> to step up. Well, he did an impression of me, I feel like. <laughs> Turnabout. So Donar is going to step up right there and attack uh, Beefy Boy here okay. with the Great Club. With a full over the head trying to like bonk him on the top of the head here. There we go. That's a 21 to hit, baby. That Mm -hmm. hits. One bonk coming up. One bonk. That's going to do eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then as a bonus action, since I went out, I don't have the arms anymore, so he's going to go for an unarmed strike that is like a Sparta kick to the gut. Okay. And that's going to be a 12 to hit. That misses. Ah. He gets his shield up and like just hits the shield. My foot. <laughs> Trax, yeah. So Trax is getting pretty frustrated with this. Uh, so he, what he's gonna do? He's gonna run up and he's gonna slide down like baseball slide underneath Fang, and he's gonna lightning launcher this dude here. Let's go, Fang! Lightning erupts from right beneath you, <laughs> like between your legs. Like. Fang yeah, gives it's out. the thunder uh, down under. Oh, uh, probably didn't hit. No, it's a 13. Fang gives out a quick little like... <laughs> <laughs> you've never heard. Misses. So then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn and say, Elandi, redemption. <laughs> That's a two. <laughs> Elandi... You're just not even trying anymore. No, no. Elandi <laughs> actually flies over to the other cow. God damn it. It's pretty <laughs> temperamental, isn't it? Very temp- I, you know what? I'm starting to sense that this is, uh, you, you know, dealing with someone that's temperamental mm. uh, is a bit of a drag. The apple does not fall far from its tree. I, I'm seeing a lot of myself <laughs> in her. 
<laughs> all, all while I'm down beneath you, just looking up. You know, I'm <laughs> looking straight down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Okay, uh, the top Duragar fires at Donar oh. with a two missing. Yeah. The one that is to the west of Zimu tries to hit you with his war pick, and that's a 21 to hit. That was at me? That's at Zimu? Yes. Okay. That, yes, at Zimu, yes. For six points of piercing damage. Okay. And the other one, he has lots of choices. Who did he hit last? He hit Kai? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to keep on Kai. Um, and that's only a nine to hit you. I love this. So he's getting kind of rocked back and forth, and he's like staggered back, and he takes a wild swing at you, just goes over your head, Kai. Get back out of the way. Top of the round, Fang. Fang is gonna straight above him, gonna do the twisty hand, open up a, a light portal of sorts, and bring the moonbeam down on the Duragar directly in front of him. Okay. Constitution saving throw. Oh, don't forget that the uh, moonbeam is persistent, so if he's still in that moonbeam, he takes damage. Mm-hmm. Saving throw of... That was a strength saving throw? 13. Uh, no, constitution. 13 is oh. what he needed. Okay, I rolled an 11. Let me... I think he has a plus 2 con as well. Yeah, plus 2. 13. Okay. He's still gonna take half damage, which is 5 points of radiant damage. The moonbeam starts burning away his skin. Like, his, his skin kind of starts to fry and crisp up, and he falls down dead. Let's go. Sweet the dreams. <laughs> oh, Nice. Anything else, Fang? Um, no, that'll be it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, he's gonna give... Let's see what kind of temporary hit points. Uh, he gives himself ten. And I didn't grant who was before me tracks. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm gonna give it a... <laughs> it's a minimum at five. Right, so. I'm gonna keep mine. Yeah, I would. Okay. <laughs> Zemu. I'm going to hit this one guy that's still next to me with the flail first. Okay. That is an 18 to hit. That hits... For 10 damage. You, like, just slap the flail across his face, and his jaw just kind of dislocates. And he's like, oh! Gasp for air. And you must have crushed his windpipe, and he just falls down and gasping for air and dies. Perfect. Then I'm going to move to this one. And I can still attack again, right? Do they have to yeah. be, like, back-to-back? Okay, cool. No, no, you can, you can attack, move, attack, yes. Great. Then we'll scimitar this one. Oh, that's a natural 20, that is. Yes. Nice. Yes. This guy's full strength, so... Yes. Finish this shit. This will help. So that's just 11 damage. Okay, he, you rocked him, though. And he's the only one still up. Kai's turn. So we're just going to nudge around that moonbeam there and move past the friends. And we're going to move our 50 feet to there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to throw two more kicks at that Duragar. Okay. First one is not going to hit, because that's only a 9. Next one is an 18. 18 hits. Six points of bludgeoning. Okay, he's still up. And he's bloodied and not looking very good at all. And it is Donar's turn. Kai, eight points. Uh, So if I come at this guy from the east, he's covered? He has uh, three-fourths cover because of the spikes. And, like, the spikes are only big enough. You can, like, fire... Like an arrow through the holes, but... Not a, not a great club. Yeah. So, yeah, Donor's going to move around... Oh, and I guess there's no way for me to land. You so, can move through Kai's spot. You can move through allies. 
spaces. It would, it would put me in, in his space, yeah. So I guess what I'll do is I'll end up right here, and since I'm not within range, I'll take the help action again to help uh, Zimu again with Look his at me. next... Look at me! Okay. Yeah, yeah. With his next attack. Okay. And then since we're getting down to it, I'll also... Um, I think spend my last key point. Yeah, spend my last key point to uh, dodge as a bonus action. Okay. Tracks. So he's going to get up and say, excuse me, let me squeeze through here. Nine points done. And then he's, 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 he's going over here. He's going say, I just want to, I want to fucking hit something. <laughs> but he's going to try, he's going to try it again. Hey, there we go. That's a 25. 25 hits. That's going to do. You dropped one of the giant duo earlier. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I want to hit something again. <laughs> you know what? I want to hit something since I've been conscious. <laughs> that's fair. All right, and that's going to do six points of lightning damage. Okay. And I'm going to do it again for eight points. The final blow is yours. So he's going to run up. He's going to just kind of elbow his way in and say, I'm, let me in there. And uh, while he's elbowing his way in, he's going to accidentally... Activate the lightning launcher, and it's going to hit this one in the genitals again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! And it's like, zaps! And he kind of like, and you just see like blood trickle from his beard, onto his beard, and he just goes down to his knees and falls over. I swear I am not, I'm not meaning to do this. (laughs) Are you sure? bad form. Are you sure, though? There's no honor in I thought about it, but. Yeah, well, it's because you thought about it. You manifested it. I manifested it. That's yeah, true. yeah. It's a secret. <laughs> Nuts. Okay, what would you like to do? And then uh, Alandi's going to fly over and just kind of like <laughs> hop around, I guess, around us. <laughs> Are we out of combat? We're out of combat. Oh, the door shit. to the south is shut. And that's the only door? And that's the only door. You see a lever in the western south corner of the room that's attached to the wall. I ain't pulling that. <laughs> Fang will I'll do it if I know I'm not going to get fucked over. Fang will approach it and say, I, I will take one for the team if I must. He will slowly reach for the lever and, mm-hmm. yeah, give it a pull. Okay. It was on its down position, mm-hmm. and so you push it, a, it up. Give it a push. And you hear the right portal, the spikes try to retract, but they're broken and twisted. And kind of make huge screeching noise. The spikes to the north portal just retract. Kai's going to walk up to the door and just give it a nice little tap with his elbow. Okay. Kai, we really have to get your hands looked at (laughs) soon. This, you you are quite a trooper for... Holding your own. It is quite impressive to see the acrobatics that you're doing, but that has to be painful for you. It's a little gross. I don't want to speak for everyone. It's it's a little gross. I'll be fine. And he bangs on the door a little bit harder. Okay, no response. Uh, What's the door made out of? It's a stone door, and it does have a keyhole built into it. Oh. The keyhole is kind of like diamond shaped and like rough blocky like the doors like to do like these blocky shapes. Fang uh pokes his head around the corner and he says, uh just a proposition. Uh if we are going to pursue any further altercations, I think perhaps that we could be feeling better for that, am I right? And he looks around. Is it just me? Yeah, for sure. Here's the thing. If you all give me if you all give me one hour, I can create thieves' tools, which will allow me to potentially open that door and give us a short rest, if you will. Kai 
reaches into his pack and pulls out his thieves' tools. Okay, fine. <laughs> wanted to do a cool, cool artificer feature, but whatever. Do you want to have a go at this? I mean, yes. And he just throws in the thieves' tools. Says, get cracking. And I'll give it a shot. Okay. Make your sleight of hand. Are you proficient with thieves' tools? I am. Ooh. 21. Damn. You, like, you look at it. You kind of, like, eye it from side to side. And then you, like, stick your the two thieves' tools in. And you, like, jiggle it. And you hear a satisfying ka-clunk. First try. And you hear <laughs> behind the door, oh, shit. Excellent. <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> and Kai will walk up behind tracks and put his the back of his arm on the door and gradually push it open. Okay. It opens up. And you see the large, muscular... Uh, Duagar standing there at the side. There, There is a stone-carved bed and desk occupying this drab room. Atop the desk are several shards of dark crystal, as well as a crumpled-up piece of paper and a burlap sack draped over a glowing object that emits a colored light that shifts from blue to green to red. The Duragar, he has his two short swords out, and he's like, waiting to see what you're going to do. Kai's just going to casually walk into the room with his hands behind his back mm-hmm. and just take a seat on his bed and cross his legs. Fang will stay at the open door, mace in hand, kind of like uh, with his arms crossed, kind of just intimidation style. Donar has stepped in the middle of the room with no plan. <laughs> so he's going to look at the guy <laughs> and say, you're straight up, you're, you're not a nice person. Zemu will I didn't get care his... for... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Zemu, uh, we keep talking. talking. It's the whole thing. You go ahead. Uh, Zemu will get in his face and just say, <laughs> Your men are dead. Burned. Trax is going to be going through their stuff. My father is more powerful than any of you filthy creatures could imagine. You don't understand the glory of it. The power found in the ice. None of you do. But you will learn soon enough when my father unleashes his terror upon ten towns. Who's your father? Why is he such a big, big kahungus? Kahun- <laughs> you made that up. Uh, it's a word that I've said once and we will say again. <laughs> he throws his uh, short swords down on the ground and says, mm, take me captive. My father will come rescue me. Oh, no. Are there anything cool about the short swords? They're really well made. They're they're not anything like magical or special or silver or anything, but they're they have a nice edge to them. They're well taken care of. That's really not how this is gonna go. Yeah, Fang steps in. He says, "You aim to take something that is not yours. You will have to go through us to conquer ten towns. You are nothing compared to the power of the crystal." Would you like to make a bet on that? I am not usually a gambling man. But I have full confidence that we will overthrow your evil plot. Your doom, your doom soars on dragon's wings. And he spits in your face. Fang takes the spit with nary a grimace, brings his hand up, wipes it off, takes another step in to him, bares his teeth, and he says, If you want to be by your father's side when he attempts to take, Ten pounds. You will choose your next moves very carefully. I've surrendered, haven't I? Zemu's gonna pick up his swords. 
I didn't say it before, but he did that. What do the rest of you do? I'm going through the dead Duragar stuff. Each one has a few coins. Actually, one of the Duragar has some some copper pieces that have like spiders on one side of the coin. Huh. Yikes. Donar would have followed tracks out of the room just to have a second person out there. Okay. Would I know what those mean? Make a history check. That's going to be a 26. You believe that these coins are from the Underdark, and they're probably drow in origin. As I suspected. Dona, what do you think of these? Those are coins. (laughs) Like I suspected. It's very astute of you. Thank you for your assistance. Is is there more to I I genuinely don't know. That's it. No, that's fine. You're right. You yeah, got all it. right. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice work. Here you go. And he's going to toss him one of the coins. Oh, sweet. Uh, Kai, what are you doing? Kai's just sitting on the bed, arms crossed, legs okay. crossed, just waiting to go. Fang says, tell me, if you would have been victorious against us this night, where would you have gone next? You're not going to get that information that easily. I just don't want to make you late for any appointments that you may have. You might be here a while. I'm a patient man. Are there others here? There could be any number of us lurking in the shadows. Why don't you go look for us? Insight check that. Okay. Same. 17. Natural one. Fang, he's like, he's talking about an army. He's talking <laughs> about, you know, he's probably, the, the Duogar probably infiltrated all of Tin Towns already. Zimu, he's being more metaphorical <laughs> about it. He's like, you don't think there's any more Duogar in the fortress. Even if there were more here, you hardly put up a fight in the first place. That's a burn! Zimu burn! Oh, Zimu's so funny, dude. Trax, you see Alandi take off flying to the south. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Don't out, come with me. Oh, dude, adventure. I'm so tired. We'll, we'll run off. Okay. Uh, what do the rest of you do while they're moving away? Uh, I'm not going to like, split the party. <laughs> in the uh, southern part of the fortress, you see an open door in front of you. And the, the door is slightly ajar. And beyond it, you see that Alandi has flown in through the open door. And there is an axe beak, and Londi is currently sitting on the axe beak's <laughs> head. You know what? I was going to turn you into a bag of holding, but you found <laughs> Ted Johnson. Ted Johnson, the real mayor. How you doing, Ted? <laughs> you found Ted? <laughs> I don't know why I asked. I don't, I don't understand him. You know, I got the vibe. He's, he's mad at us, but like he gets it. Ted, you are... An idiot, but uh, will you let me ride you? You don't understand what I'm saying. It's right, like trying to be on. nice to him. It does have a saddle. It came with a saddle. Oopsie daisy. Make an animal handling. I'm not going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. Uh, that's a that's an eleven. He's trained. He's domesticated. So Ted Johnson trained domesticate. Yeah, Ted Johnson goes where you want him to go. And that's right, the slogan. <laughs> Ted Johnson goes where you want him to go. I'll go so you don't have to. <laughs> That's why I leave I the use. light on for you. All right, Ted, let's go. Have it your way. I'll, I'll, I'll Ted, take the, Ted, the reins Ted, on Ted. Ted. <laughs> Auto parts. And so, so Trax isn't actually riding him, and I'm leading them like it's a, a parade again, because that was fun. Trax is actually kind of having a lot of fun. 
He's like, you know, this is it. You know what? I was Whoa. unconscious five minutes ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ted. Slow down. <laughs> Uh, Fang has taken out. Not all of us can see the entire map at once. <laughs> Ted Johnson's hauling ass, dude. Uh, Fang, what are you doing? Fang has taken out some rope and tied the Durgar's hands behind his back. Okay. But and keeps his hand on the bundle of rope after it's been tied very tight. Just so mm-hmm. he has, he knows what his what the dude's hands are doing at all times, um, okay. and starts to usher him, shoving him out this door here. Okay. Before they go, uh, yes. Kai's gonna casually walk over, still arms crossed, and just kind of kneel down to the Durgar and say, "So where is your pops, anyways?" You won't have to go looking for him. He'll come looking for you. Uh, wrong answer. And Kai throws a knee right into his face. Uh, roll the hit. Add an advantage. He's tied up. Advantage is an 18. Okay, you're trying to knock him out? Yeah. Uh, don't worry about rolling. The uh, Your knee just impacts his jaw, and he just goes limp. Still breathing. Good. That was unnecessary. Fang looks at Kai and says, Would you like to carry him? He was going to walk out of here. I wasn't going to let him leave. Fangle, without waiting for an answer, hes it's a rhetorical question. He scoops up the Durgar <laughs> own, onto his own shoulder, uh, and just uh, fireman carries him on, on one side. Okay. He's a big guy, but it's like, <clears throat> but you're a big guy, too. So. Yeah. Big, big boy. boy. Uh, and I guess out to where he can meet Trax and Tonar. You're not going to believe Ted what we Johnson. Theodore Hi. the Bird. As he sits up on top of him, just like his <laughs> arms up in the air. Kind Fang, what are you doing? Fang, uh, I walked out to... I'm just walking out following, yeah. Zemu, on his way out, will pick up his hand axes, his two hand axes he threw, wherever they would be. As as the party approaches, Donar is going to say, Yo, super excited about Ted, but also, should we get that gem, or do we just leave it here? Is it dangerous? Oh shit, I don't yeah, know if you guys were going to bring it out here. I was focused on Ted. Before anyone touches it, I would like to, and he's gonna whip out his little magic detector. If you give me ten minutes, I will see if these gems are magical. Not a good idea. I'll stay here with you. Can you check these boots while you're at it? Oh yeah, sure. In that ten minutes, Fang would like to see if he can drop this uh, drawbridge. It's easy to do. It's just, it's to a well-greased pulley atop. You just, like, loosen the chain. Then once once that's dropped, uh, Fang, while uh, while Trax is doing the detect magic, Fang will go uh, to the goat cage and unlock it, open it, and we'll go to the cows and uh, untether them and it's a menagerie. Lead them mm-hmm. to the the drawbridge and send them forward just to fend for themselves, but at least untethered. After ten minutes, your detect magic. It's like a little hand crank. Just takes that long. <laughs> this takes a minute. Hang on. It's like charging a cell phone. <laughs> you cast the tech magic? I do. And where do you go? I'm going to go back into that room and look at those gems. It's a quite a large collection of like glassy black stones. There's like about 12 or 13 of them. They're like ranging in size from like a fist size to like chips. But you look at it and both of you make a perception check. And it's actually an investigation check. Kai, you're there, right? Yeah. That's an eight. 
you said investigation. Yes. Uh, investigation is... Ooh, I got a plus five in that. That's 19. Kai. Nice. These look very similar to the uh, sword pendants that the cultists were wearing. Uh, seems like we know where they make them now. The, or at least um, store them. Also on this desk is a burlap sack with something glowing underneath it. Oh shit, the lantern. Yep, let me get and that. And it's definitely magical. <laughs> I'm gonna take the the stones and shove them into the bag with the lantern. Say, oh Kai, did you want me to take a look at those boots? Yeah. And I'll pull them out of my pack. And They are not magical. They're well made, but they're not magical. They're very nice. The um, You actually look at them, and it looks like there's a little like lever on the side of them, each of them. And you pull the lever, and crampons whoop, come out of the bottom of the boots. Hmm. Little like spikes. Interesting. Uh, well, Also on the desk is a crumpled up piece of paper. Is it in common? Or anything on there in common? It's written in charcoal, and it looks like it's like runes, dwarvish runes. Oh, well, fuck that. Well, take, let's take it anyway. We could ask the uh, the dwarven woman in town. Check the the bag as the, the are the pearls in there as well. I don't know. Are the pearls? In they there are. As well? Yes. Uh, yes, Fang. Then we have acquired what we came here for. And the livestock, right? Indeed. We will. I will ensure that they make it out with us. Well, let's head home. Yeah, dude. Well, not home, but, you know. <laughs> At least Whatever's next. Okay. So, it's the middle of the night, so are you going to travel straight from here? Because you left, it was about six or seven when you left. This whole thing has been happening between eight and nine, ten o'clock. I would say it's we probably rest a, here. Yeah, a good idea to yeah. rest while we're alive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The um, rest happens. Nobody bothers you. You look over at the the leader who has not given you his name yet, and he's just like awake now after the long rest, and he's just looking at you, glowering, looking at you all. You said that your father was going to conquer ten towns, yes? It is a certainty. Well, it may surprise you to know that we have already heard this news. Is Your father wouldn't happen to be Xardarach, would he? <laughs> you have heard of the great Zardarok Sunblight? Well, I am his son, Nildar. We haven't heard of you, so... Uh, yes, your name carries no weight here. I'm, I'm sorry. Nor does your father's. We, we actually just... We, we heard about your father from... Uh, it was written in a bathroom stall. <laughs> he spits at you, Trax. Do that again, and you will be unconscious for the rest of the trip again. Trax, Trax actually goes up and slaps him. That kind of that kind of flares up his temper. You see him just kind of like glare at you and says, "I wouldn't sleep ever again if I were you. We will slip into your tents in the middle of the night and cut all of your throats. We will." He starts going on a rampage about how the Duragar are going to boil up out of the mountains and take over yeah. this sunless valley, and he just starts mm. rambling. Kai kicks him in the face, and he goes unconscious again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in even though he's unconscious and say, I'm gonna sleep so fucking well tonight. I'm gonna sleep like a little tiny baby. I'm gonna get drunk. This was after this is after Yeah, no, just okay. in in like in like sixteen hours, I'm gonna be so tired, I'm gonna sleep so hard. <laughs> and I'm gonna dream. This time Fang doesn't bother to pick him up. Fang 
uh, holds him by the scruff of the back of his neck and drags him through the snow. One thing, Zimu, during the watch, there's frost everywhere, and there's, like, spilled water in some places. So there's, like, reflective surface. And you look down at, like, the shiny, frozen water, and you're looking at your face, and the tip of your nose has turned, has whitened, is no longer red. Oh. Okay. Just a little bit of a smudge. I mean, just, you wouldn't have noticed it unless you had a... Mm-hmm. It's an anti-Rudolph. <laughs> he'll, he'll just kind of brush it off as if it's nothing. So you head back to care, Conig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's tie him behind some cows. Just drag him. There you go. Just drag him <laughs> to the snow. For sure. Give him the Hector treatment. Hector! So the farm caravan, you make it back to Kerr Koenig in just a few hours. Jarthra meets you. Uh, she sees you all coming down from the mountain. What you got there? All your stuff. Uh, talking about the thing you're dragging behind the cows. A suspect in the coming... Oh, you caught the thief. Altercation. I'm surprised you didn't murder him. Uh, we murdered plenty of them. This one will be important in the negotiations. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Well, come inside, warm up, warm up. That's so cold, always. I'm in. Just wait till I tell you how two of them died. <laughs> <laughs> Trovis shows up eventually. Oh, Trovis! Trovis. He's like, Deputy! Deputy Donar. Oh, there it's me! Um, so I hear you've got a suspect? <laughs> yes, we do! Uh, his name is, uh, H- Hildar, uh... Nildar. Fr- Nildar Johnson. What was it? Sunblight. 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 <laughs> Shall we put him in? Uh, put him in lockup. Yeah, I, I, Donor's gonna like hitch up his his belt and say, "Yeah, I, I figure putting him in in, in lockup is is the right call. <sighs> Standard You're procedure." You're smart. You'd kill him. No, well, you know, okay, we may be able to ask him some questions and uh, and yeah, get some some intel. Uh, Trovis and Donar bring him to the speaker's house, which has an office, like a sheriff's office, and a jail cell. It's very Andy Griffith. Um, (laughs) and you lock him up what do the rest of you do i'm gonna go get a drink i'm gonna look for some of those things i saw last time we were in town okay Uh, make a perception check oh that's in that one okay tired you do not see any (laughs) i'm gonna bring their lantern back in the hopes that i can get some free drinks you definitely get some free drinks. Corey and Allie are very happy and says, you are free to stay here. You and your friends are free to stay here whenever you're in town. Please, please come back and visit. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, Zemu will take time in the room to meditate and then kind of examine uh, the rest of his skin. Uh, just see if there's any more um, of the, the nose thing. You find a couple of places and they're like your elbow or um, like your your... The, the bony part of your wrist. Just cool. a little bit of discoloration. Nobody else would be able to see it. Mm-hmm. Great. Just a little bit of like discoloration where it's like light, lighter than red. Is there... Would did Frozen Far have armor to sell? They would not have armor to sell, no. Okay, that's all right. I've, uh, I feel like that's the only place in town that might have, so I just don't think this is the town. So Fang is going to... Uh, he'll follow tracks to the bar. Did you want to show that note to anybody? Oh, we sh- I guess we should show it to, um, oh, what's Jarthra? Jartha. Jarthra, yeah. I'm totally giving that one to you, okay. Um, <laughs> she she looks at it and says... Uh, it wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> she says, um, it says in Dwarven, 
You will find me on the frozen ferry in East Haven. From this new base, the search for Shardalin continues. Long may our father reign over this dark land. Signed, Dearth. The note was crumpled up. Wow, you know what this means. What is that? We have to meet someone named Dearth. <laughs> well. But also, we should go to East Haven. Yes, I think that we could get a lot done there. Shardalin, spelled C-H-A-R-D-A-L-Y-N. Yeah, would we have heard of that? Make a uh, history roll. That's uh, a 10. Nope. You just want to rest here and then leave for East Haven in the morning? Yeah, Donor is still at the speaker's house, so um, to expedite, he'll just uh, head back to the Northern Light when business is taken care of. Uh, Tr- uh, Trovis comes up to you, Donor, and says, Oh, yeah. I know you'll be heading out of town soon, but I want you to know that you've been the best deputy I've ever had. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I, uh, I've been... Donor, donor was starting that um, to uh, he's going to let it sink in for a second and he's going to genuinely say, uh, yeah, thank you. That means a lot. I I've, I've been trying to be more responsible recently and sometimes I just feel so freaking dumb. But like it's it's nice to know that I've left a positive impact on you and the town. Uh, so, so thank you. I I'd appreciate it, dude. I'm just very impressed with your work. Well, th- Trovis says I. I know that the influence of a deputy will not hold any weight outside the borders of Kerkonig. However, I want you to keep this badge and think of yourself as a deputy wherever you go. Donar is going to give him a grin and kind of jut out (laughs) his chin and say, I will do just that, Trovis. Thank you. (laughs) Call me friend. Friend Trovis. Thank you. If you ever need someone to help you stop uh, uh, drinking so much, because I can tell it gets you into some tight situations. Uh, I'm working through that. I'm working through that. One day at a time. Just like, don't do it today. And then tomorrow, you just got to worry about not doing it tomorrow. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that, actually. Hey, rock and roll, dude. I'll freaking see you. See you soon. And I'll head back to Deputy. 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 <laughs> Anybody else doing anything else? The next morning, you head out for East Haven. It is, I believe, a. I think it's like a nine and a half, ten hour. You think Jartha could hook us up with some dogs? She has enough dogs, but she she uses them and she rents them out to people who are in the area and going out into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Like she, if you're going off to not come back for a while, sure, so sure, she's sure. she says. Unfortunately, I've got to keep these around, but. If if you come up with the cash, I might be able to do you a deal. I understand. Thank you very much. It takes nine hours to get to East Haven. Uh, just so we all know, since we basically took two long rests back to back, Donar would have made, he, w- he would have four of his long rest uh, snacks available. And that's uh, two like thick corn tortillas and two pancakes made with Russell berries. Because I had Ooh. ten Russell berries, nice, and now there are three in each pancake, and I've got four left. Russell so if anyone needs Russell berries, two temporary hit points, let me know. Yeah. I got four of those. Um, as you approach uh, along the the East Way, you see um, it's a fairly large town, holds about close to a thousand people in it. As you're approaching, like you're up on a hill overlooking the city and the lake and you're kind of going down into the town from the west and you can see lots and lots of docks on the like long wooden walkways 
and lots of boats frozen and sitting on top of the ice and some frozen into the ice. As you approach, though, you see a large crowd of people outside of town, like right off the east way. You see a quite a large group of people, about 100 to 200 people, and it's a good, good chunk of the town. And they're all gathered around a huge pile of wood. And you see soldiers holding torches up in the air. And you see a, a woman, a black woman, who half-elven, pointed ears. You're about several hundred yards away. And she points down at the bonfire. And like suddenly the torches all as one come in. And as you get closer, you see a pole in the middle of the bonfire and a man in red robes tied to it. And the flames leap up around him and he screams. What do you do? Well, let's go look at that. How far away are we? Yeah. You are, you're about, about 500 yards coming up, up, you're up on the hill a little bit overlooking the city and you're just kind of walking down the east way into, you can see a good portion of the, the city. He's in red robes. Red robes, yes. Do they look at all like mage robes? Yeah, they look like mage robes. Then Kai, Kai is going to break into a full-on sprint. The flames leap up and you just see the robes catch fire and his face just start to encompass and eventually his entire body is consumed. You see the spectators actually kind of getting closer to fire for warmth. Oh. Trax is going to yell. Kai, if you volunteer for sacrifice, we're not helping you this time. Kai doesn't answer. Then we'll start yeah, running as well. All four dashes. Oh shit, I better run too. <laughs> you see that the uh, the woman, um, she has graying hair, short hair, wears a very nice suit of armor, uh, green cloak, and she sees you kind of running up. And hold there. Who was that? He was a red wizard of Thay we caught. He murdered some adventurers, so we're making an example of him. What was his name? His name was Dazan. And that's where we're going to stop for the evening. Fuck. Well, shit. That's the worst news. What a good game. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That fight. Jam packed. Oh, that, that, yeah. Yeah, endless combat, man. Well, shit. We... <laughs> fucking Blake has been, like, without abilities. <laughs> well, never mind. How, how, who knows how long, and the guy that we learned that can help us is fucking dead. <laughs> Do you have an apprentice? So, do we have any uh, announcements, any beer recommendations, any insults or anything? I'll go ahead and throw a beer out there. Let's yeah. do it. If you're looking for something dark and tasty to get a hold to. Uh, tonight, I had uh, Prairie Artisan Ales, the Mocha Noir Stout. Oh, my Delicious. God. It's mocha like noir. It's like a mocha latte mixed with coffee. Well, I guess that's in the latte, but. Mixed with like a barrel aged stout, just creamy and delicious and dark. Fourteen point two. I love so. coffee beer. I don't like stouts. It's so good. I really it's like so Guinness, but like coffee beer, uh, I've had some good shit in the past. See, I'm not a big this fan of Guinness good. either, but like those barrel aged stouts, they've just got so much flavor to yeah. them. So yeah, pick one up. Thank you, Blake. Highly recommend Thank it. you. That sounds awesome. That sounds really, really delicious, mm -hmm. actually. It's good. Let's do our wrap-up. Go for it. What's up, everyone? My name is Paul. I've been playing Donar Dracodonian, the deputy chef. Uh, you can follow me on social media at the Paul Gary. DM me and uh, let me know if you prefer flour or corn tortillas, because I prefer flour, but Donar made corn, so how's that going to go? 
<laughs> Don't sleep on corn tortillas. They ain't bad. Yeah. No, man. Uh, corn tortillas. Flour, if room tem- yeah, that's the thing. If they're room temperature corn tortillas, I'm not a fan of. But if you heat them up, they, they do. They just fall apart. But if you heat them up and if they're like got nice fat content, they, they can be really great. Guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Ross. Uh, you can call me Mocha Noir. Um, yeah. yeah, baby. Oh, oh, there we <laughs> go. Been playing Fang, Twilight, Cleric Shifter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at GriffRM. Hey guys, it's Blake playing Kairaju, the anime protagonist. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at BlakeG underscore 17. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about anime. What punch? Hey, everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. Uh, hey everybody, I'm Josh. I've been playing Zemu the Turtle Fighter. You can find me at joshingaround88 on both Twitter and Instagram. And also my podcast, Broadcast Gamecast, can be listened to wherever you're listening to this. So give us a follow. Thank you very much. Hey, it's Zach. You can call me Cafe Ole. Because I'm mixed. A little black, a little bit of white mixed in there. You can follow me at ZachBorrell10. Say what's up. I got nothing. Just say what's up. Send me a message. Say what's up. And my name is Ron Murphy, and you can find me on Twitter at at Ron88KeysRBDM. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, and share us with all your friends. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at SeveredSonsDND. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast, D&D Beyond, Roll20, and thank you to Sirenscape, Andre Sitkoff, who's released a bunch of sounds on a humble bundle that's currently going on right now and amazing music. We, we, it's amazing music. Um, and to Monument Studios for the amazing sound effects and music. Stay frosty, everyone. Bye. If the last two years have taught me anything, other than the fact that I'm never actually going to make sourdough bread at home, it's that human beings thrive in communities of like-minded people. We may not be able to see the people we care about every day, but the internet has ways to bridge the gap. That's why I'm inviting you to join the Severed Sons Discord, where members of our awesome community talk about whatever's on their minds. Anime, video games, art, theater, D&D, of course and very serious channels like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find a link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.